Welcome back, beautiful kingdom daughter. Today we are going to be focusing on surrendering through worship and some practical ways to surrender while in an actual worship service. So if this is something that you are interested in hearing about, let's get to it. Welcome, beautiful kingdom daughter. I'm Angela, your host, and most days you'll find me running my boys to and from sports, snuggling one of my boys or my handsome hubs, and worshiping my faithful God with all my heart. If you've ever felt overwhelmed by all the things, motherhood, marriage, living a God-honoring life, you are in the right place. I believe our true freedom from a life of constant achievement and performance as a mom, wife, and woman of God comes from knowing who we are in Jesus. I'm here to remind you that you are a beloved daughter, seen, known, and loved by God. He loves you for just being you. So if you're ready to feel equipped, encouraged, and to walk out your true worth as a kingdom daughter, then keep listening, Mama. This is for you. I jump into the topic for today, I just wanted to quickly remind you that I have started a Facebook group for community of the Kingdom Daughters community, and I would love to have you join. You can click, click on the link in my bio, or you can go to thekingdomdaughters.com and click on the join the free Facebook group link. I would love to have you join, come in there, build community, grow together with all the beautiful ladies that are already in there. And um, yeah, just bring some of your awesome wisdom and love to the group. So today I just wanted to talk a little bit about surrendering through worship. For those of you who know me or you've been around long enough, you know that I have a huge heart for worship. And when I say worship right now, I mean actually singing, worshiping, being in the being in the service and worshiping to the Lord as a congregation, um, lifting my voice in worship. That is when I, or that is the passion I have um, for worship. I also have a passion to teach about living a life of worship, but right now we're just going to talk about what happens when we surrender in worship, the actual worship service of singing and just being in his presence and lifting up worshipful songs to him. First of all, I believe that worshiping brings us into a sweet presence with him. It connects us to Jesus. It opens up our heart to lay it all out there and just surrender completely to him. And in that, he's able to come into our hearts, into our minds, and just release his presence in new and like wonderful, beautiful ways. And so that is like the first thing. When we surrender in worship, we are giving ourselves a chance to give up all of our rights, give up all of what we think is right and the things that we think should happen, and we give that to the Lord. And so then it gives Him the freedom to move in our lives in ways that... Um, are unbelievable, things that we could not even explain or things that we didn't think could ever happen can happen in his presence. So today I'm going to do 
a two-part here, and I just want to quickly go through some practical ways for you to surrender during a worship service while you're at church or while you're watching online. Just a couple of ways for you to surrender during that time. Then we're going to go into a little bit of time of just talking about what it looks like to surrender in worship as a lifestyle. Just have a few points for you on that. So first, I just wanted to read a couple of verses that I love about worship. The first one is Hebrews 12, 28. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. I love this verse because it's saying, therefore, we have received so much from the Lord. He has given us a kingdom that is not shaken. We cannot be shaken or moved in his presence, right? So we should be grateful to him and worship him. Pretty basic and simple there. And then in Psalms 100, there's so many great Psalms of talking about worshiping the Lord, but this one was highlighted to me today. 100, shout for the shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. So many good things in there. Worship with gladness. Be joyful. Be thankful. Enter his courts with thanksgiving and praise. His faithfulness continues throughout generations. When we set the tone of worship in our home and when we set the tone of entering his presence with thanksgiving in our home, that faithfulness will continue into our children and the children's children and children's children's children. <laughs> so that is like so great because we know and trust that he's a faithful God that will continue that work in the generations to come. So I just wanted to start with a couple of verses to start off. But a couple of practical ways that I have learned um, through worshiping, leading worship for so many years, I thought I would share with you on how to really experience God's presence and Holy Spirit in a new way when you worship with your congregation or in a worship setting, um, even if you're watching online. The first thing I would say is to go into the service you are going to be a part of with expectation, believing you are going to hear from God, be healed or moved, and being open to the Holy Spirit's moving. This is why I think it's so funny because there's always a joke about how getting to church can be such a crazy <laughs> time for families because the enemy knows as soon as you enter into God's presence, things are going to shift around. Things are going to move around. You're going to be moved in his presence. You're going to be changed. You're going to be challenged. You're going to believe new things. You're going to go deeper into his presence and into his word. And that is not something he wants for you or your kids or your family. So there's always a joke, right? To get to church, there's it's like all hell breaks loose. So many things go wrong and you're fighting on the way there or whatever. It's because the enemy knows he wants to stop that. 
So when you go in there with expectation, no matter what happens, no matter what happens along the way, not letting distraction happen, not letting angry things flare up inside of you, but going, starting the day and saying, no, this is the day you've made, Lord. I'm going to go there with expectation that you're going to come, you're going to move, and you step into the house of the Lord with that expectation. I believe when you go with expectation, God moves in new ways because you're already ready. Some of us come to church and we are so like down that it takes us a little while to enter into his presence because we have not prepped our heart for what he's already going to do. We cannot come in there, and that's not saying you can't, it's always going to be this way. Let's let's say that first. It's not always going to be that way. Some days are harder than others. Some days you, or some weekends you've had a hard time and you're just going there for healing. You're just going there, oh, you just need to be in God's presence, right? But what I'm saying is if you put a mindset behind it saying, no, no matter what happens, God, I am ready. I'm ready for your presence. I'm ready to see you move. I'm ready to see, I'm ready to be healed. I'm ready for you to share your heart with me. I'm ready to hear from you. You come in right away and that time is spent fully with him, fully. And you don't waste any time prepping your heart during the service. So that's number one. Go in with expectation. The second one is to refuse to be distracted, and that kind of goes along with the expectation thing, but refuse to be distracted by what's going on around you. Sometimes this takes you literally saying to yourself, I will not be distracted, and it takes work to put in to say, I'm not going to look at that person or that person or what's going on over here. I'm going to put my phone on the chair, not in my pocket. So if I it's not buzzing while I'm worshiping, um, I'm not going to bring my kids in service with me. I'm going to utilize the services that the church has and put my children into the kids kids ministry, whatever that looks like for you. Maybe you're not going to sit next to a friend that you know will be a distraction to you. Whatever that looks like to you, refuse to be distracted because that is another tool the enemy is going to use to try to get you out of the mindset of being moved by the Holy Spirit and allowing him to move in and through you. So refuse. Say, no, I will not be distracted. This is my time with the Lord and I am focusing on him. This goes along with your whole, every time you try to be with the Lord at home, in your car, whatever. Refuse to be distracted. Okay, number three, enter in. It seems pretty obvious, but it's funny how you see um, people in the congregation, and everybody worships differently, so this is not a uh, judgment on anyone, but you see people that just sit. They don't even stand up, which is totally fine if they're you know, pondering the Lord, but they're not entering in. You can tell they're either on their phones, they're completely distracted, they're not there, they're just kind of going through the motions. Well, then you're, how can you expect God to move? How can you anticipate anything to happen when you're not actually engaging in what's happening? Sing, dance, raise your hand. Raising your hands is an act of surrender. You're saying, take it, Lord, just like the example that is used a lot when your kids are small when you or you're around your nieces, your nephews, your grandkids, when they don't want to walk anymore, they raise their hands up to you to carry them. 
That's an act of surrender. They're saying, I'm giving up my rights to walk around in freedom anymore. I'm handing that over to you. Carry me, please. I don't even care where you take me anymore. I'm so tired or whatever. That's how kids think, right? It's the same exact thing. We're saying, Lord, pick us up. Carry us through this. I surrender my life to you. I give this all to you because I can't do it. I can't do it on my own. I cannot do this on my own. Act of surrender. Sing, dance, raise your hands. Get involved in what's happening. Use the time wisely and enter in as best possible. And the number four, do not just be a consumer. And this kind of goes along with entering in. We have gotten our into a culture of consumerism in so many ways, and that could be a whole nother podcast. But for now, you see it. We consume, consume, consume. We do not put action a lot of times to what we're consuming. Do not just be a consumer worshiper where you just watch and you're just there watching what the worship team is doing. That is not what God calls us to do. There's so much great worship out there, I believe, and we've gotten to a point where there's worship online, and and it's great because it's so... um, available to us everywhere. But there's a lot to watch because a lot's going on on the screen and, you know, God's moving and all these things and and you're watching it. If you're just consuming it and watching, you're going to miss what God's trying to do in you. And he wants to do something new in you, not just in the people around you. So do not be a consumer only worshiper. Enter in, get it down. So real quick, we'll go over that again. Go in with expectation, refuse to be distracted, enter in, and don't be a consumer worshiper. Cool? (laughs) All right. All right, friend, real quick, I just wanted to take a second and ask you for a favor. If this podcast has been a blessing to you or it's spoken to you in some way, I would love and be so grateful to you if you could leave a review. Leaving reviews is so helpful. It helps me to know that um, my message is being heard, but also it helps um, this platform share my message with other people and other women that could grow and learn from what God is sharing in and through me. So if you could please go and leave a, a review, that would be so amazing. I am so grateful for you to be here and that you are sharing this podcast with those around you. So let's get back to the rest of the show. All right, let's quickly go over a few things to talk about worship as a lifestyle. We're going to start with Romans 12.1. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. That right there kind of sums it up. We are offering ourselves as a living sacrifice. We are surrendering our entire being to Jesus by saying, it's not about me. I don't want to do this on my own. I need you, Lord. That is an act of surrender. We offer our bodies up to him as living sacrifice. Here are a few things that I think help when we are offering ourselves in surrender as as an act of worship. The first thing is let your life reflect the glory of God. When you're full of him, 
you overflow who he is. So when you're offering your body as a sacrifice, let your life reflect who he is so that people can see Jesus in you. And the only way you can actually overflow is if you're full, right? So in order to overflow anything like for things to come out, you got to be full. You got to be full of his word. You got to be full of time with him, understand who he is, and it automatically will flow out of your life. The second thing is gratitude. We have to be grateful. We have to be thankful for who he is and all he has done. I've talked about starting a gratitude journal. Get that started, friend, today. Get in there, write down five to 10 things every day and remind yourself of all the things you have instead of focusing on what you don't have. Always be grateful to Jesus in all the worship in your life. Number three, tithing. Give your first fruits. This is a whole subject on its own and I... um would recommend listening to Robert Morris. He is huge, he is a huge believer on tithing and he has so many great teachings on tithing. Um, tithing is giving 10% of what you earn back to the Lord. It's for those of you who don't know what tithing is, it is so important. It is an act of worship, it is an act of surrender, and it is an act of partnering with the Lord and trusting that he is going to take care of you. Money is such a hard issue. We don't want to give it up. We don't understand how it works. But in God's, the way God works is so different than ours. So we have to be able to trust in him. That is an act of worship and an act of surrender in our lives. The fourth thing is always pray, pray, pray that your life will honor him in all you say and all you do. This is something we pray for our boys every day, that they will honor, that all our, our whole Pitnikoff family will honor him with what we say and what we do, that it won't just be what we say, but how we act, how we treat others, how we serve others. And that's obviously, we're human, so we get it wrong a lot. But if our heart posture is, Lord, I want to serve you, I want to honor you with all I say and all I do, surrender and worship right there. Because we're surrendering our lives to him, back to Romans 12.1, we're offering our lives as a living sacrifice by saying, Lord, I give this to you, I give my life to you, and I want to honor and serve you with my life today. So those are four things again. Let me just reiterate really quick. First thing, let your life reflect the glory of God. Let your life overflow who he is by being full of who he is. Two, always be grateful. Remember to be thankful for all you have. Three, tithe. Give your first fruits to the Lord. And four, pray that you will honor him with all you say and all you do. I hope this was an encouragement to you today. And as you are 
working out or you're in your car in carpool lane or maybe you're finally getting to sit down and just listen through this or you're listening as you're getting ready in the morning. I pray that this is an encouragement for you today, that you will be blessed by this and encouraged and challenged to move towards the Lord, to surrender Him fully in your worshipful time, whether that actually be listening and singing to music um, or living out the lifestyle that He has for you and being a living sacrifice to Him in your life. Um, Remember, beautiful, beautiful friend, you are seen, known, and loved by God. He knows you and he wants to have relationship with you and partner with you. And so just remember that today. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day and I will talk to you next time. Bye now. Thank you so much, friend, for listening in. I pray you are encouraged, challenged, and blessed. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. One of the ways you could help me is by leaving the podcast a review. So if you have a minute, I would love your feedback. Thank you again. You are amazing. Remember, you are a daughter of the King. Believe God is who He says He is. Receive His unconditional love and walk in the purpose He has for you, girl. Until next time.